Have you ever wondered how a narcissist moves on so quickly after a breakup? How it seems like they either flaunt their new supply or they hide them. We're going to talk today about how a narcissist moves on with the next supply and will they? What does it actually look like? How does it normally come about? And give you just different perspectives about it from a self-aware narcissist perspective, which would be me. So if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I speak from the things that I've done. I speak from the places that I've been. And I speak from an area of saying, hey, I'm a narcissist and I'm trying to help people now in understanding what it is, how it's abusive in nature, how it destroys lives, families, relationships, working environments, and try to be able to equip you with the tools and the awareness so you don't get stuck in a toxic relationship or you don't get sucked back into a toxic relationship. One of the things that typically happens is people watching the next supply watching the narcissist leave them and go to the next person and the craziness that it seems to ensue of like, wait a second, what is happening? Why is he going with her? Why am I not good enough because he's with her? And all these questions and doubts start to hit your mind and start to make you wonder. So we're going to talk today about the narcissist moving on. Part of it's going to get broken down about the narcissist specifically flaunting the next supply, throwing it in your face. Next one is about hiding the new supply. And the other one is on just moving on without a care. Why does it do this? What, how does it look? All those different pieces. Okay, so we're getting ready to dive in. If you guys are new and you're like, hey, I want to talk to you one-on-one, -on -one, then you can go to rawmotivations.com. If you want to get uh, elite access to our new uh, clarity challenge with added onto it software that we, I actually use on a day-to-day -day basis with stacking, with Core 4, it's all getting integrated into the app uh, this week. So feel free to be able to check that out. Go to claritychallenge.net to be able to see some of the new stuff coming out. So anyways, diving in. Narcissists, typically you'll see one aspect is flaunting the new supply, throwing it back in your face that you're not good enough and they have to be with this next person because the next person gets them, understands them, all of this stuff. It's all lies, but stuff that is going to make you feel crazy. Narcissists will oftentimes to just display the new supply, the new partner in front of you to trigger you. Now, this is going to trigger a lot of different things for you. It's going to trigger jealousy, insecurity, inadequacy. Those are some of the big ones. You might be jealous being like, why does she get him and I don't get him? Why does she get the good relationship and I don't get him? And this idea of like, wait a second, she's getting everything that I thought I was going to get with him. Now she's getting it. Why? And it produces this frustration. Oftentimes, it will show up in inadequacy of like, what was wrong with me? And this is the hard part because you start to turn everything around to be like, wait a second, he's with her and he's giving her all the things that I wanted. Why couldn't he do that with me? What was it about me that was wrong? And the easiest way to explain it is it had nothing to do with you. Like it didn't. Like this is a hard concept for a lot of people to grasp, but like it had nothing to do with you. Like the reason why he's giving the next person everything that you wanted was one, because he knew that's what you wanted, so he just took it to the next relationship. And two, there's also aspects in that relationship that he's holding back. It might not be those specific things because that was what worked with you. For that person, it might be something completely different. But what he's doing is he's trying to trigger you to make you feel less than. If he makes you feel less than, then he feels better than. This happens in work. This happens in businesses. That happens with, with women and men that have like different pay dynamics. We see this all the time. Like he's trying to make you feel less than so that he feels more than you. That's it. And he's just using and leveraging another person to do it who doesn't know him and doesn't see behind the mask. He's going to continue to do it. Then they, when they figure it out, then it goes to the next person. But in doing this, he's seeking still to maintain control and power over the narrative and over you. 
This happens all the time. Think of it this way. After the breakup, after the divorce, like he's going to post numerous photos on social media. And you're like, well, now he's not on social media at all. We're going to talk about the next in hiding, okay? But he's going to post numerous photos on social media with the new partner showcasing how their relationship seems perfect. And you're going to believe it. This is why you don't watch. It is a show. It is a production. This is why you go no contact. This is why you block their social media. This is why you do not watch because it is showcasing a perfect type of relationship. Think about the people who are outside your relationship when you guys were together. Did the people outside the relationship know that it was bad? Probably not. And they probably didn't know that it was bad because you didn't tell them it was bad. He didn't tell them it was bad. But on the outside, it looks great. Same thing is happening. You're just experiencing it from the outside. So there's more feelings and emotions. That's okay. But I'm just trying to like paint a picture of this is why. Because a narcissist is going to use this to put on a show of like, hey, I've got the perfect life. I've found the best person ever. And all it does is it triggers you to feel hurt, to feel betrayal, to, to start to question your worth and your desirability when it actually doesn't have anything to do with that. Okay, but our minds want to connect it that way. So, but you're like, but wait a second, mine's not putting it on social media. Exactly. That's why we move on to number two. Number two is hiding the next supply. Now, in some cases, the, the narcissist keeps the next supply completely hidden. Now, this does a couple different things. Easy, easy example is it does, it makes confusion and doubt in your mind. You're like, well, I thought this was happening. Wait, I know this is happening. Oftentimes, this whole tactic is try to make you feel crazy, sometimes paranoid, and it erodes your self-confidence. Now, oftentimes, this is when a narcissist locks onto a lie and will not let it go. Think of a narcissist like being a bulldog. When they bite into something, they're not going to let go. Like they're like, nope, I am locked on. They lock their jaw and they're like, I'm locked on to this lie. That's what they're going to have over and over and over again. Because when they lock onto a lie, it would look worse on them if they go back and they apologize or they admit the truth. That's in their mind. That's not in reality, but that's in their mind. So if I do a lie, it's going to feel worse to go back and say, hey, I actually lied because then it invokes the guilt and the shame. And narcissism is based on shame avoidance. Like I have to avoid how you're going to view me. I have to avoid the shame that's going to come if you actually see who I actually am. So then I lie to be able to hide. This is why so many men struggle with this because they lie over and over and over. They keep sedating themselves with lies instead of actually telling the truth. So this is the piece where they lock into this lie of like, hey, I'm not going to tell you that I'm cheating. And you're like, but I saw you. Nope, you didn't. But I got pictures. Nope, you didn't. But I have other people telling me. Nope, they don't. And they're going to say all these different things and they're just going to ignore you half the time of saying I don't, I don't, that I actually have a supply. Okay, the whole aspect is like I have to hide the next supply so that you don't see it. But when you see it, I'll never admit it. This is the piece where you know there's no healing possible. There's no growth possible because that person is unwilling to acknowledge the lies that are running their life. But what this does is this makes you feel crazy because you're like, why won't he just admit it? Why won't he give me closure? The hard thing that you need to know is you will never get closure from a narcissist. You will never get closure from a liar. Because what closure is in this scenario, what you're looking at closure being is that person admitting what they've actually done. This is the hard part is a lot of times there's people that have proof, but the other person is unwilling to admit it. So then they feel like I can't have closure. The closure that you get is the facts that was demonstrated in the relationship. That's it. 
It's not about the other person admitting what they did. It's not about them apologizing. It's not about them showing up in a certain way. It's you just being able to say, I understand the facts of what's actually happening. Because otherwise, you'll feel crazy. Because the partner, the ex-partner that you had deliberately avoids mentioning the new partner. Becomes evasive when you're questioning about it. Be like, what was this? Who is this? And you start to question your own perception. Gaslighting in one sense, even outside the relationship. Then you're like, how does this work? He just walks out, moves on, and is with someone else right away. Like it seems effortless. Like there's no remorse. There's no concern for your emotional impact of how it actually hurts you. The lack of empathy and the emotional detachment is a piece that just, boom, done. And you're left, what is wrong with me? I'm here to tell you here and now today that there's nothing wrong with you in the regards of this person didn't leave you because of you. They left you because of them. That's it. Whether you saw below their mask and that invoked shame, the way you try to hold them accountable and they ran away from that, whether they got bored and so they went to someone else because they're unwilling to invest in the relationship, that is nothing on you. If you can just hear this one thing is a narcissist will typically never leave you for you. They leave you because of them. He didn't walk away because you weren't giving enough sex. He walked away because he was unwilling to be honest about his addiction. He didn't walk away because he was unwilling to actually connect with you on a deeper level. He was unwilling to cut out the lies and actually admit the sedation that was happening with his drinking. Like the reason why he left you is because he's a liar, is because oftentimes he's a cheater, is because oftentimes he's unwilling to be accountable or responsible for the actions and for the things that he's done. So as a result, he sedates, he runs, and he lies. This part is not on you. You do not make a person lie. You do not force them to lie to you. You do not force them to be in an environment where they are only going to lie. That is still their choice but they have a disorder, it's still their choice. Are you understanding this? If I can just provide you with a little glimpse of freedom of understanding that if we could take you through this process of understanding that it's not your fault in the fact that he left you, your actions would not have changed the outcome. Your actions would have either shortened or lengthened the end result, but the end result would have still been the same because it never had anything to do with you. It was all about him. It was all about him. The piece that you're struggling with is probably the trauma bond of like, wait a second, I keep looking at their social media. I keep wondering how he's doing. I keep wishing that it worked out different. I keep thinking I could have done something better. That's the piece that I want to be able to help you with. You can go to claritychallenge.net today to be able to sign up. We have some revamps coming into our 45-day challenge that have already happened that provide you with the tools for you to be able to use on a day-to-day -day basis to help you build the habits of using a process we call stacking, which is better than a lot of therapy out there because you have access to it instantly anytime you need it during the time you work with us. Like it helps you rewire the thought process that otherwise will suck you back into a toxic relationship over and over and over again. So if you're here and you're like, hey, I'm getting triggered a lot, this is where I want you to go. I want you to go to claritychallenge.net, sign up for the program. 45-day challenge, you have 90 days access to the app and to the whole challenge to be able to help you walk through this process and see this is how we train, this is how we teach, this is where I lead from. 
Like I share with people like my stacks, I share with people, this is where I'm going through. This is what's going on in my head because that is where I lead from. Because if I'm able to change the story I believe, the lies that I have in my head, then that means you can too. And you can move forward and grow in your confidence and your clarity and ultimately get to a place of freedom and peace that you haven't been able to see in a long time. So check it out today. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, go to rawmotivations.com. Otherwise, go to claritychallenge.net today to be able to sign up for our 45-day clarity challenge.